Hello and Happy New Year. This is the first episode of a cornucopia of Tales and Tellers of 2023. Happy New Year, Simona. Happy New Year, Alan, and Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you very much. Happy New Year to everybody. So over Christmas, we were busy. We always are. We're storytellers. Um, Simona, you were hosting a two-hour session of the World Storytelling Storytelling for Peace on Christmas Eve, December 24th. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, uh, well, it was a wonderful event, a really wonderful event. It was uh, a 10-hour marathon from uh, 10 a.m. UK time to 8 p.m. UK time. And uh, I, with uh, four other hosts, um, well, we we hosted this wonderful event of Stories for Peace and uh, storytellers from all over the world came and told us stories or um, recited some poems. And it was really a magical and wonderful and heartwarming event. And it was wonderful to be a part of it, a big part of it, hosting a, a two-hour slot. And uh, well, but Alan, I wasn't the only one who was there. You came and told some stories, not just one, but more. How was your experience? I was also baking at the same time and (laughs) walking a dog and wrapping Christmas presents. It was really nice because it was because it was such a long event. It was just a really comforting thing that was just always there. For Christmas Eve, which was really nice, because one of the traditions my family have at Christmas is to argue. So it was nice for me and the dog to go into another room and just listen to stories. And it was really good because there was so many different languages and stories and cultures and types of art that everybody brought. And a lot of people stayed a lot of the day, which was really cool. I mean, even with, you know, um, a lot of who we would call the regulars at World Storytelling Cafe, like all throughout the day, no matter yeah. what the time was in their local country. Uh, it was really nice. And there was a lot of really, I mean, obviously the the quality of storytelling was very, very high. Um, and oh, it was absolutely. All, all ages too. Wonderful. The, the, quali- the quality was phenomenal, yeah. yeah. Um, Simona, am I right in thinking the entire 10 hours is available on YouTube? Yes, it's available on YouTube or on uh, the War Storytelling Cafe website or also on the Facebook page. Uh, The recording is there and uh, uh, you can go watch it. And uh, if you're a teacher, maybe you want to use uh, some parts uh, of the recording uh, for a project uh, or a lesson plan. It's really a wonderful event and a wonderful resource. I think. And uh, oh, it was a fantastic event. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. And thinking about what you were saying about people staying the whole day, I think the record is uh, held by Babasi, who came, who was uh, the first one with me to come into the room in uh, the morning. We went there even before David was there and he was the first host of the day. And Babasi told me that it was about, I don't remember, it it must have been five o'clock in the morning for him. And uh, he had woken up uh, two hours earlier 
because he needed time to like wake up properly because he wanted to be there uh really not be there like a like a zombie sleeping and uh, he was like i'm going to be here the whole day and he was the last host in the evening uh so he had his lot from 6 p.m to 8 p.m uk time and uh, he was still full of energies uh, and he was like oh yes this event is incredible and uh but that's just what happened. Like he 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 holds the record for staying there. But like the energy that the event gave you, like it was absolutely wonderful. You could feel like the energy mm. coming out of the screen. Mm-hmm. It was Completely wonderful. agree with that. The um, it was really nice just being in the Zoom room um, and logging in, and there's all these. Uh, storytelling faces and cultures and knowledge from all around the world just the entire day it was really nice as like a drop in and um, not an improv session but it was definitely like if you show up and felt like telling a story why not do it it was really good it, yeah it was really um, it was really quite nice um, and you had a two-hour slot yeah yeah I did and uh, I was I was amazed uh, by the fact that uh, I I had a list of people who were telling tales uh, during my slot. And at the end of the two-hour slot, uh, I looked at the names on the list and I was like, gosh, this was really international. I had Mm. people from Europe, I had people from Africa, and I also had people from uh, both uh, uh, from the Americas. So both North and South America. And it was like, gosh, this was really international. And earlier in the day, there were people from uh, Asia as well. I think every continent was there at some point. Although I don't think we had any penguins. <laughs> no um, penguins, no penguins. No no, Antar- no Antarctica penguins, but we definitely had someone from every continent at some point during the day, which I thought was really nice. Yeah. Um, i quite energizing. Yeah, it was really good fun. Yeah, and so today we we wanted to talk about this uh, this event and please go check it out if you didn't have the chance to come and tell a story or follow it during uh, the the day when it was live. And we also thought that we could uh, each of us retell one story that we told uh, during the event. And uh, Alan, I loved your story uh the the story that you told during my slot so i begged you please 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 uh, tell that story on the podcast uh, and you kindly agreed to tell it for everybody is that correct um on the world storytelling cafe on december 24th um i recited some poetry and i told a story and this is the story that i told it is about a little bowen day a little Bowen Day. A Bowen Day is the Irish for a ladybird. Fado, Fado. Long ago. Long ago there was a farmer in Ireland, out in the countryside, who was digging spuds. Because that's what we do. We dig spuds. We are a nation of spud diggers and spud eaters. Uh, this man, who did not have a lot of money, did, in fact, spend much of one day digging a lot of spuds, putting them into the ground to get them ready for harvest. 
Now, as he was digging, and it was a beautiful day, he looked down and out of the corner of his eye, he could see in the grass beside where he was digging a little bow and day, a little ladybird. And this was the first ladybird that he had spotted all year. Now, the ladybirds are very pretty little things. I mean, a bow and day literally translates as God's little cow. So it put him in a good mood and he wanted to show his wife who was back in the house. So what he did was he lifted the little bow and day, the little ladybird or God's little cow onto his finger and put it in a matchbox and then put the matchbox in his breast pocket because he wanted to show the little bow and day to his wife. So he went back to work, digging spuds, digging spuds and digging spuds. But he might have forgot that he had the little ladybird in a matchbox in his breast pocket. That night, he obviously it got dark. We don't have floodlights in Ireland. If it gets dark, it gets dark and you go home and you have your dinner. He went home, had his dinner with his wife. And then after dinner, sat down by the log fire with a little glass of whiskey. As you do. Little glass. Only a wee drop. Now the wife was still in the kitchen and the dog was sitting by the fire. And he sat down to relax. Only he could have swear he felt a little draft on the back of his neck as if someone had just slightly opened the door. He looked around and didn't see anything. The door was closed. Hmm. Maybe it's my imagination. He looked around him. He could have swore he definitely felt a little draft on his neck as if someone had walked through the door. But there was no one there. Couldn't figure out what it was. The dog didn't flinch. His wife hadn't left the kitchen, so he thought nothing of it. So he took a sip of whiskey, looked at the fire, and relaxed. But all of a sudden, he had a stinging pain in his shin. What the hell was this? He looked down. And when he looked down, there was a little man kicking him in the shin. Give me her back, you stole her. Give me her back, shouted little man. What? What are you talking about? said the farmer. He had no idea what was going on. All of a sudden, there's a little man in his living room by the fire. You stole me wife, you idiot, you. Give me me wife back. Sorry, sorry, hang on. I stole your wife, said the farmer to the little man. You did. Give her back or we will put a curse, a pashug, on your house forever. Just then the farmer thought, oh, dear. He had, he knew he had the ladybird in the matchbox in his breast pocket, but perhaps that ladybird wasn't a ladybird after all, and it was a shapeshifter, or as we call them in Ireland, the fairies. Was his wife in his breast pocket? So he lifted the matchbox out of his pocket, opened the matchbox, and out crawled a very unhappy shapeshifting fairy. Thanks very much for that, says the wife. And she steps down with it, with her husband. They were both very angry. The farmer says, look, I didn't know. I thought you were a bug. I wasn't aware you were a shapeshifter. As you know, one days are very pretty creatures. They're God's little cows after all. And I simply wanted to show my wife. I do apologize greatly. To make up for this, I will leave a wee drop. That's a little bit of whiskey by the fairy tree at the end of the garden once a week. If 
that will mean you don't bring me any harm. And the little ferryman said, a wee drop of whiskey once a week. We can live with that. Wee bit of Uskabreha weekly. Why not? Uskabreha is the water of life, by the way. Whiskey in Irish. So with that, they walked out the door in a slightly better mood, but still not a great mood, after the um, kidnapping session, which took place. And from that day forward, the farmer left a little drop of whiskey once a week by the fairy tree at the end of his garden, so no harm ever came to him. And that's the story of the little Bowen Day, God's little cow. I really like this story. Even it was my second time. Uh, it was the second time I listened to this story and uh, I loved it, uh, even the second time. So it was wonderful. What Thank I you. what I like about it is the translations because um, Irish translations of words are very literal. Um, for example, a Bowen Day is God's little cow, which is what we call a ladybug. Um, seal snot. The direct translation of seal snot. Can you guess what animal that might be? Seal snot. Um, no. Seal snot. Seal snot, as in the stuff up your nose. Oh, in it, Irish. Is it something like a slug? No, jellyfish. A jellyfish. You were close. It's a jellyfish. <laughs> yeah. Um, some of our other animals are very literal. So a madrausca is a water dog, which is an otter. And then a fox is a madrarua, which is just a red dog. I mean, we're not wrong. We're just natural people, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like the, the water of life. Exactly. Yeah, the water of life. Uskabreha, whiskey. So, Simona, what was your story you wanted to tell? Uh, I chose uh, one of the two stories I told at the uh, Worst Storytelling Cafe on that day. And uh, it's the story of the bridge. It's a very, very famous story. We all know this story. Um, and it's a story I love to tell. And that's a story I learned from uh, David, David Heathfield. And uh, I I really feel this story and uh, the fact uh, of how we should build bridges uh, instead of building walls. So this is the story of the bridge. Long, long ago, there lived two shepherds. And the two shepherds were really good friends. They lived on two neighboring fields, only separated by a small river. And every day, one of the two shepherds would cross the river with all of his sheep so that the two shepherds could be together and their sheep could graze together. And then, during the evening, he would go back to his field with all of his sheep. And this went on day after day after day, until one day, when it was time to go back home, one of the two shepherds said to the other one, Hey, hey, do you see that lamb over there? That lamb? That lamb's mine. Can you give it back to me, please? Mm, no, said the second shepherd. Can you see? That lamb is following that sheep. So it means that that sheep is the lamb's mother. 
No, said the first shepherd. You are wrong. I know my lambs. I know my sheep. And that lamb's mine. Now give it back to me. No, said the second one. That lamb's mine. You are wrong. Now go away. The two shepherds started arguing, and they argued so much that they stopped being friends. And from that day on, they didn't graze their sheep together. And these went on and on and on, until one day a builder came to the village. And one of the shepherds saw the builder and he said to him, I've got a job for you. Do you see that river over there? I want you to build a wall there. I want you to build a wall so tall that I can't see what the other shepherd is doing and the other shepherd can't see what I am doing. And the builder didn't say anything, but he just nodded and he started working. And he worked all afternoon. He worked all evening and the shepherd could hear him working even during the night. And in the morning when the shepherd woke up, he went outside and he saw the builder walking away in the distance. And then he looked in front of him and to his utter surprise, he saw that there, where the wall should have been, there was no wall. But there, where the wall should have been, there was a bridge, a wonderful stone bridge. And on the bridge, waving at him happily and calling him out, there was his friend, the other shepherd. Hey, hey, this was such a good idea. I'm so sorry for what happened. Please, let's be friends again. And the two shepherds hugged. And they were friends again. But then the shepherd who had wanted the wall to be built looked in the distance and saw the builder going away and he shouted at him, Hey! Hey you! Stop! Stop please! Come back! I want to thank you for what you did. I want to repay you. The builder stopped. He looked back. I can't stop. I can't come back. There are always more bridges to build. And this is the I love that story. Yeah, me too. Love that story, especially just the final line. It's yeah. such a nice story. It's so powerful. I, did, I remember looking that up in documentation, and there's a book that states. It has been recorded in Ireland since nine since fifteen sixty. Now I don't know how accurate that is because obviously that it's a pretty universal story and it's a, you know it's bridge building it's pretty yeah. um worldwide um but yeah I remember finding that dating back to I think it's I think it was the fifteen sixties at least yeah um, it, we it seem to says, have a lot of stories from that. I think I think it's from uh, um North America originally um. Mm. But I I do remember when we took the Beyond the Crest course with David together. I remember your Irish version of the story, and you you made it that uh, 
there were the two shepherds were uh, two shepherds of two different clans. Is that it, yeah, I, I had it was like um, County Derry and County Antrim. Yeah, because that's yeah. I'm I'm from right on the border. Yeah, it was just wonderful. I still remember it uh, to this day. Mm. <laughs> two years afterwards, two years. Yeah, um, I think I I Irishized that quite heavily. I think is the yeah. is the uh, way of putting it. Yeah. So nice one. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. That is our stories for this week. We hope you've enjoyed um, our short versions of, are they the short versions? Um, there is a much longer version of mine, I know. Um, <laughs> and perhaps we'll be back with the poetry in future as well. Um, our versions of the stories we told on the World Storytelling Cafe, um, Storytelling for Peace on Christmas Eve, 24th of December, 2022. If you would like to watch the entire thing, it is on YouTube and Facebook and worldstorytellingcafe.com. It just leaves to say we will see you in two weeks' time. So thank you very much, Simona. Thank you, Alan. And, and Happy New Year, everyone. Thank for listening. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to everybody. I don't know what day it is in the rest of the world on the 6th of January, but in Ireland, the 6th of January has two different names. It is both Little Christmas and Women's Christmas. So the ladies of Ireland get a second Christmas. We've got uh, the Befana in Italy. Nice. And I know it's I know it's the three kings in Spain as well, as they used to live there. So yeah. Yes, exactly. Happy second Christmas, happy three kings day, happy women's Christmas, happy little Christmas, um, and all happy. of the above. Yeah. Happy, happy, happy.